Peace and blessings, and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. This is Karev at Heritage Hip Hop, welcoming you to another great podcast. We at Heritage Hip Hop introduce you to your future favorite artist today, and today we are returning with part three, a third interview with Byron Davis Jr. by way of Texas. He brings his new album, My Brother's Keeper, to the table, and we have a very deep conversation concerning therapy legacy and even continuing on whenever you lose a person in your life so relax enjoy and i'll be back with the rest of my commentary when the interview is finished welcome back to heritage hip-hop and the heritage hip-hop podcast this is karev and i'd like to thank you for joining us tonight most importantly i want you to hit the like button because we want to hit that algorithm the algorithm is very important we want everybody to hit that like button tonight all right like share join us in the conversation please because tonight i have somebody very special he's been on heritage hip-hop twice before right and the conversations we've had have been about family legacy journey and we're going to continue that today uh, with this special uh, artist that I have. Not only has he grown remarkably in doing his music, he's made his family his benchmark on not only checking the temperature of his own greatness, but how to give a message to the people that support and love him. And the most important thing about the journey that he's on is that it has not stopped. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring to you Mr. Byron Davis Jr., I like my brother right that. Write that. I like that. That's a hell, <laughs> hey, that's a hell of an introduction, man. Hey man, you deserve yeah. it. You and that makes me it. feel good, man. I appreciate that, man. For real. No doubt. Hey Never man. Here. We 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 have we together have walked this journey twice already. So I guess we both see the growth in each other as, yeah, as yeah, we continue on these conversations. You absolutely. Know what I'm absolutely. So for those who are late to the party or who have not met you yet, please reintroduce yourself to everybody and let them know who you are. I'm Byron Davis Jr. Um, just, uh, just a hip hop artist, man. Um, small town, grown, grown and raised. Um, that's pretty much it, man. I, I've recently, I've been down in Texas now, um, Dallas area for about five years now. Um, I've been married three years to my wife. Uh, I got three kids, and um, I'm just a I'm just a hip hop artist, man. I'm just I'm just just a grinder, man. That's all. I like what you said. So define art and what makes you a hip hop artist. Um, I just live it. I, I'm I'm open to everything. I take in everything that I take in life, and I'm always um, I'm always kind of documenting things in my head and taking things in, and always incorporating it into always back. To, it's always back to the music. Always back to the music at the end of the day, no matter no matter if I'm trying to do it or if I'm or if I, you know, if I'm just doing it for the hell of it, you know, not if I'm not. You know what I mean? If I'm trying to do it or even if I'm not trying to do it, it's it's just part of me. And that and, and that's how and that's the artist part for me. 
I feel like anything, anybody that's deep into their art, they understand that they're just always doing it because they love it so much. And that's pretty much what I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, because art is very subjective. What one man, one man's art could be another man's masterpiece, or one mm -hmm. man's art could be another man's trash. How do you walk the fine line in putting something out that could be easily received or easily misunderstood? Um, man, I just stay honest. Um, I stay honest, and no matter what, at the end of the day, it's gonna reach whoever it's supposed to reach. That's pretty much how I do it. I don't really look at. I don't. I try not to really look at it like um trying to hit a certain market or what i'm thinking about what i'm writing i just let it come out and let it be my therapy first that's the main that's the main goal first is for it to be therapy for me and then um and then you know i kind of think about that other stuff but at first of all it's, it's just to answer your question i just stay honest it's all about honesty and, it, and that just, and that takes the line away. That just kicks the door open. If you ask me, like you can't. I feel like long as some, long as the artist is telling their truth, you can't. It's hard to judge them, especially if you're an artist yourself. Well, the thing is, when you tell the truth in your art, it can't really be judged. Yeah, you know, and and, that, and that's why I think hip hop is at a crossroads because so many people lie that now the judgment comes before the appreciation of the music what do you think um yeah i think it's definitely cloudy it's cloudy for sure um the hip-hop hip-hop is a light you know what i mean so it's this is there's always going to be that little corner that's you know where the light is but right now we ain't shining too bright um and as far as as far as tipping the scale, as far as money and, you know, profit and capitalism, sure. But as far as honesty and truth and growth and, you know, being inspirational and motivational, uh, not so much anymore. And um, that's what that's the most important part for me when it comes to my art. And see, that's the part that really I lean towards because. Whenever someone's true with their expression, you can see growth, character, content, and context in their music. Like for you, for instance, tell me about your journey between the I Miss You project and your My Brother's Keeper project. Oh, man. So much growth. Um, more, more discipline. Actually, the... It's it was more thought it was more thought towards the, towards working towards the discipline where I was wanting to be still getting out the end of my getting out the end of like my really deeper grieving stages you know what I mean mm -hmm. um, and going into my brother's keeper it's um it's me getting to the point where it's like okay. I'm doing these things where I'm doing these things now where I'm more disciplined and for anybody that doesn't know if you if you probably if you feel like you're not if you if you feel like you're not feeling fulfilled in yourself it's, it's probably most likely because you're disappointing yourself so you probably just need to start with yourself and discipline the smaller things and you can feel yourself and build yourself back up you know what I'm saying 
Um, but yeah, going into this project here, man, it was, um, first of all, me and my engineer were, had got really closer too. So that made it really at home. You know, we was at our really, we, we has made it to our like really brotherly stage. Like I, I should, he's seen, he seen me show every emotion making this project, okay. you know, to get to the point where I am now. Um, so, you know, it was, um, it was just me going, it was me going into this, like I said, mainly the discipline, the, um, you know, the, 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 the drinking cut out besides, you know, celebratory times, uh, of course, staying, you know, in the gym, like I always try to preach, um, like, but even deeper than that now, like I, like I go on my, I go on my break at work now, <laughs> mostly, you know, just even more dedication, like finding ways within this regular life we have to live to dig deeper and still walk towards my goals to achieve what I need to get done. And, um, and that was like, and this was, you know, that was the same thing when making this music, I had to get up early and go to the studio. You know, it wasn't no, there wasn't no partying and like late nights in there and all that shit like that. This was scheduled therapy sessions. You know what I'm saying? Me going in there to spend time and show and spread my emotion. And like I said, my engineer, we got really close in that time. He got to see me show every single emotion through this project. Yeah, that's dope. Cause I, I, I know this man, therapy comes in many different ways. Shout out Nate, A1 Studios, too, by the way. All right, salute. Um, therapy for some people comes through exercise. Some people comes through crying. Some people comes through music and expression. And some people it comes in silence. But silence can be just as deafening and deadly as a secret. I, I do all those things. Um, and, it, and the you know what the thing is? Um even deeper than that, with all those elements you just said, they can become a cycle. Yeah, and you can get trapped in it. So the, you 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 become divine once you figure that out and, and get out of that. And that's and that's where and that's basically was you know that's where this project is because I like I said I do all those things, and um, but now, I, you know I started I don't know if I talked. No, yeah, I started going started going to therapy since the last time we talked too. I had some therapy sessions and shit like that, mm-hmm. and um, man, they were they were great and they they helped me a lot. And um, it's crazy what just really talking to somebody would do. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, you know, you know, you know, six to eight weeks. You know what I mean? Just to get it helped me really gather some tools and shit like that. But um, yeah, man, but yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Byron Davis Jr. of BDJ Entertainment. He has a new album out right now for My Brother's Keeper. And we're going to go into some of the um, high points of the person before we get to the project. I want to ask you, what does this project mean to you when it, be- when it comes to your legacy and remembering your brother? This is the last This is the last album of a trio of a of a trio. The the prepare for greatness, the I miss you, and this is the end of a trio. It's the end of uh, you know, it's the end of me being stuck in me being in that mindset. Mm-hmm. 
the goal for the next the next music to, is to come back and be, you know, have a little more balance and be a little more happier, mm-hmm. and um and really just show, you know, show how I really feel, you know, because going through this going through this and coming back, you have to kind of put yourself in and out of feelings, and it kind of sucks at times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you got to go back and and you know what I mean. You know what I mean. And any yeah. artist, what I mean. So it's gonna feel good to get to a point where I can make some fun stuff. And I mean, there's fun stuff on there, but it always had to come back to being something serious. And you know, I just want to continue. I want it to be on a, at a point to where I'm continuing to have fun. We don't have to go back to this no more. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I'm going through that similar thing. My father passed away in June. Oh man, sorry to hear that, man. I appreciate it. And the one thing I hate. Is people always tell you it'll be okay in time. They don't allow you. They don't say it's okay to grieve. They tell you it's okay to heal and move on. Yeah. And the grieving process is one of the most important processes in your life. And it makes that person stick with you. So I want to ask you, because this is a process that you have gone through. What does it mean to be your brother's keeper? How do you keep your brother? Man, to be my brother's keeper, it means to me, what it means to me is to tell his, first of all, continue on with, stay and uh, and continue on his principles and morals that which we basically had to say, you know, to continue those on, um, you know, look out for his son, of course, you know, um, and to be and to make sure that I stay around level headed in good shape and in good in my in mind intact. So when it is time for me to explain to his younger people underneath him how he was as a man, I can still I can do it and I'm around to do it. Word. That's um, what you know what I mean? That's what it means to me. I want to ask you a very controversial question when it comes to life and death. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what your opinion of it. Yeah. How do you feel about AI when it comes to hip hop nowadays? Oh, man. I, I mean, I don't really have anything against it, but I'm not leaning towards it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm kind of leaning back away from it and watching like this. And, you know, with that being said, like I said, I, I'm, with the album, I'm only doing hard copies. I'm even I'm going even further back. <laughs> like okay. I said, I'm leaning even further back. Um, you know, even as far as streams, you know how we get paid as far as streams. I feel like why not do it in phases? Why not hit the streets running first and then, um, you know, use that to be my marketing card as far as singles as streams? you know, coming off the album and then, um, you know, go from there. And I'm looking at it like that because, you know, this, this is a physical, you know, this is, you know, this is how I grew up. This is what I appreciate. You know, this is what I, this is what you kind of have to go out of your way to kind of do now. You know what I mean? To to get to the CD player. So once it, it becomes, it becomes an event, you know what I mean? It becomes an event because you have to you have to first of all you invest in it 
You know what I mean? So it makes you want to go figure out some way to get to listen to this thing. You know what I mean? And as far as the AI, nah, man, like I said, if anything, we're going to be getting paid less <laughs> with that shit. And even, and even on that, and once again, on that scale, and then, like I said, on the other scale, they take it, they just continue to find ways to just drain our soul. And we ain't nothing but 50. You know what I'm saying? And you you took my question in two different ways, and I love it. Let's go back to their first way, because I wanted to ask you for a specific point. People are bringing back dead rappers. I asked you about AI. Would you bring your brother back and do something on a project with his voice and yours together? And, it, and would that be keeping your brother? Um, I mean, I think I, I think... I'm a human and I would definitely have to play with it, but I don't think it would become a serious release and, you know, let's put it out and publish it. You know, I don't see, you know, I'd rather re-release an old song. You know what I mean? Like I'm that type of cat, you know, I ain't got to force nothing crazy like that, but I mean, of course it'd be cool to play with behind doors. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it could be an instrumental tool to, help the healing process maybe it depends on the person because i saw benny siegel said he wants to play with the ai because he still has the pen he just doesn't have a voice so he wants to bring that's voice fair back. that's fair mm -hmm. that's fair to me okay i that's very fair to me um because i've heard what benny single sounds like <laughs> yeah. he needs yeah so um and i think i think he's uh you know he's he knows better enough to where he wouldn't let it be it would he wouldn't let it do more than what he would want to do right he's that type of artist he's you know pride that prideful type of artist right um and also you talked about going back because of the residuals we can't own our ai voices because there's no copyright right on audio content but there is copyright on content that you can touch you said you wanted to release this album in phases what was the goal for you to keep it physical release first then to take it digital next the go well it's funny because it's before all that strike stuff like i already had that mindset you know what i mean like i want to i just want to stay away from that and get back to this okay and like i was saying like why like I just set a goal. I want to sell a certain amount. Um, and like I was saying, I want to, I say, I just, I just used it to kind of set goals and to make myself take, take it slower because right. once it, once you put it out on streaming services, man, it's, it's, uh, it's like everything else. Yeah. It just, it's just thrown out there and busted out, you know, all about in the open. But what is, but like I said, what it is like this now it's it's became more of an event it's became more you know it's became more cherishable in a way appreciation appreciate it exactly yeah see that's the thing i think hip-hop misses nowadays exactly because now a person has to die to be appreciated and, and even, let me let me say real quick too i still have a cd player i still have a cd case full of album covers and you know how you flip through them and you have the album covers i still have that like i st I remember going to the store back in the day and we 
you spend, we spend our hard-earned work, little money. We, I used to have a paper route, and I, you know, I go buy the CDs, and man, I just used to appreciate them. I appreciate them so much, I still have them to this day. Yeah, like there's no way that something that you put out on a streaming service would be cherished that long. I believe that too, because with 110 to 112 thousand songs coming out per day, it's too much. Yeah, it's, it's like I'd rather just stay over here. You know what I mean? Like it takes a little more work. It's a little bit slower. But as long as you know how to, you know, separate your bank and build your banks, you know what I'm saying? You good. But, but part of the appreciation that comes from music is re relatability to the artist and the emotion. On My Brother's Keeper, what is the name of track one? And tell me about the emotion that came out of that with the raw energy, the change of the beat. Like, tell me about that. Oh, man, it's out. Well, I wanted to start the album off aggressive to prove a point. And I wanted the point to be um, that it's okay to be angry. And if you, as you listen, you know, I, first things I say is, you know, I'm not a gang member, you know, none of that shit. I'm just pissed off. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm just human. And like I said, as you listen, I ju I'm just going back and forth with myself. Like, at the end of the song, uh, you hear me on a voicemail, and I'm, like, telling myself to calm down. The point wasn't now when I got that email, when I sent that to somebody else, of course, it was to them. But hip hop is context, Facts. a whole bunch of different contexts brought together to bring to you know one for one perspective. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's what I try to do the whole album. I'm just battling back and forth with myself with all the, from all these different contexts of different things that could be going on or that went on. Or that I did, or I went through, or what I did to my wife, or um, you know how I made her feel, or just in, you know insecurities, or you know, and I just try to bring it all together and just make it this big boiling pot. Keep that idea because we're gonna revisit that. Uh, I, I had a theory about the album when I when I got through it. I, I listened to it about a five five times yo. you told oh, me shit. Nice. yeah you told me to sit with it so i got some questions yeah. for you okay you know cool, cool cool and um i wanted to take my time with it because there's a lot of subject matter in this and i wanted to kind of streamline the interview because there's something that you said in your answer that just threw me like for a loop um talking in context and that's how i say that all the time real mcs give you content and context not just rhyme a bunch of words that sound good and even the ones that rhyme words that just sound good still have a story that they're telling where you have to be coherent enough to catch it yeah yeah that first what was the name of the song because you never told me the name uh i bang harder that yeah, song yeah. i bang harder right that song showed me that in context to how you were starting the album your brother's keeper was yourself <laughs> and that and that that was like where I, I really picked up on a lot of the messaging in the album um yeah, yeah absolutely in context to self i listened to the second track 
And I came up with a note that said, experience is our best teacher. I want you to build on that because you talked about experiences in that song. Yeah, man, I got to be great coming for the top spot from the bottom of the states where they pour the lean shots and we know the duck cops. You can hear a pin drop. Yeah, man, I'm just, man, just trying to be, um, and like I said, shout out my engineer, man. Like, I, uh, that was one of the last songs I recorded, man. And I was having a horrible, I, was ha I wasn't having a productive month, you know, when I went into the studio to make that. So um, I got, you know, I got to, uh, towards the end, um, I changed the lyrics and I, I even got, I even like started to shed some tears and let out of a, a let out a lot of emotion, and um, it felt great, man. Like to build off that, man. Like that's pretty much all I can say is that I put so much emotion in, on that day. I cried, man. Going, you know, making that track <laughs> for real. You know, I didn't cry making it, but towards the end, once I. Once we was done, once we was building it, and I got towards the end, and I was towards, and I was towards finished with it, and uh, you know we had been doing our talking in between that, and um, I was like, wow, man, this, is, you know how you get to shaking the engineer's hand and you get to thanking them and shit, like, man, you know y'all just going to a different realm, you know what I'm saying together, and we was, and it was just a big emotional ball we had going on in there, and um, man, it felt great. At the end, it felt great. And that's that's probably my favorite song. And like I said, to go from I bang harder to you feel like you feel, you know, it's they both they kind of it's, it's the balance. It's back to the balance thing. Balance is key to life, man, because I tell people this all the time. In the Bible, in life, in the Egyptian book of the dead, perfect never meant flawless. Perfect meant balance. And when you have balance, you're able to operate in life effectively yeah. and in perspective. See, a lot yeah. of people say you can't be perfect. That's a lie. It doesn't mean you can't be flawless. It means you can be fair. You can be just. You can be honest. What is the most meaningful conversation you think you can have? Is it your conversation with yourself or a conversation with somebody serving you justice and giving you truth? Uh... I think, I think it's the, it's somebody, it's having a conversation with somebody that inspires you to go home and think further. Okay. You know, um, because we all have to be something, we all have to be a speaker that sparks something in somebody's brain. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why we call the OGs the OGs because they've said something to us to, to have caught our attention to want to give them respect. And I ain't going to be listening to you anyway if you know if I ain't got no respect for you in the first place. So, you know, you know, you know that 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 has to come first no matter what. It has the the talking, the talking has to come before you even know what to talk about to yourself. Okay. Save that cuz we're going to come back to that as well. Like I said, you said in this interview of E-Ray easily. <laughs> Shout out to Byron Davis Jr. and everybody checking out Heritage Hip Hop right now. I ask that you hit the like button. Comment. Throw some questions in the comment and check out his new album, My Brother's Keeper, which is available right now. We're going to tell you how to get a copy of that before this interview ends. And we're going to go into one of my favorite tracks on this. Um, sorry, it's not a track. It's a song. We're going to talk about one of my favorite songs on this project, which is called Samurai. Now, all my friends that know me, they know I like swords. 
So we always into remember you was little, used to watch cartoons, they had a ninja on there, and you was like the ninja the best character. And as always. I matured, and as always I matured, ninja. <laughs> yeah, always, yeah. Snake Eyes, um, Storm Shadow, G.I. Joe, you already know. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But as you mature, you see the difference between what a ninja is and a samurai. Yeah. Ninjas are farmers that are assassins that kill you and kill you in the dark. Samurais walk outside with their blades and they stand for justice. Tell me about the song Samurai and why that's a growth track for you, a song for you, and not a new new song for you. Man, it's a growth track for me because I was just, I wanted to get anything out that I wanted to say. Anything I wanted to say. Um, and the last, like I said, the last few bars, is, you know, um, <laughs> the the shot, the little shots I throw at Kanye, it's not even about, it's not even about no cloud or nothing. It's just like a little, it's just like a little spar thing, you know. And it's and and to take that deeper, it's like it's like a little tab. Like, hey, nigga, I really like appreciate you saying that. You could have said you could have said that better. You know what I'm saying? That's all, that's all that is. <laughs> but it's just it's just but it's just growth track as far as me not first of all not having any you know fear in wanting to say that not not and i mean fear is like oh people like it or whatever you know not being worried about how people would take it just knowing what i meant you know what i mean um and yeah man just just growth just growth for sure man um the flow the flow's right on key it's right on point um i'm right in pocket um i I actually flew, I flew back to St. Louis for a night from, uh, I flew, I flew from Texas to St. Louis and got back with my old engineer and, uh, my boy Mojo came up and we met and, um, we shot the video and did everything all in the same day. We went to sleep that night. Uh, we woke up, I had about five cups of coffee, did a 10 hour session. You know, I did about three songs, including that one shot the Samurai video Mm -hmm. Um, just made it a day and had a great time, and and that and that's also why it's so on point because I was I was just so comfortable, you know, in that realm of just excuse me having so much fun. Yeah, uh, you said that earlier that you want to come out of the sadness and be more energetic and have more fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can feel that through the project because energy is so important to you in this project. And yeah. you talk about energy and what you put out. What does the world give to you that you see that you have to put out better energy when it comes to creating your projects? The world gives me depression. Mm -hmm. The world gives me sadness. When you go out, you know, when, when you look out further, it's sometimes looking out and what dealing with the out was outside your house can just uh put you put you in a mind state where it's hard to come and take care of what you have to take care of inside of your home so you know what i mean so the point you know i just the the energy thing is just me figuring out that we we need i need to show these people what what I, I need to lead by example. It makes me, it puts me, like I said, the world, the world gives me sadness. And what I do is try to, try to, try, it makes me want to just show a better me. And then, 
you you give people you show people wh where you are or what you want to be and then behind the scenes is where you really doing the work to be that superhero that you are this image that you you know that you're putting out or you know or what people will perceive you as as a hip-hop artist you know what i'm saying and that's the thing though because hip-hop has been our answer to what goes on outside of us by trying to make sense of what's within us exactly exactly bro i just saw a story about how did you see how all the major hotel hotel chains have got sued for child sex trafficking that's depressing yes that's yes. depressing. oh man it's it's crazy man it's 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 insane and then think about mm -hmm. this not to cut you off think about this you have children yeah, we're giving them another world that's more evil than what we know, and we got to prepare them for an evil that they don't even that they're not even ready for yet. Not even prepared at all for. How does that it, affect it, you? Well, it's crazy because you you want to you because we get caught up in this. I get caught up in this thing where you want to give them better, and you want to show them better, you want to raise them better. But doing all these, but all these things necessarily are isn't going to make them the you know the most prepared for the, the toughest for the for the cruel world. You know what I mean? So I, I always find myself in between, you know, um, the the harder discipline and the and the talking and the soothing. You know, I get caught in between that, and it's because the world is so harsh. You know, we don't have time. You know. You know these these people are preying on your innocence, so it's hard. It's hard to be. It's hard to just give your give your kids the just the innocent, uplifting, happy side all the time. Because it's like, man, it's not like that when you walk outside these doors. Facts, and that's why the music is so important. Like, what is the most important energy you want to give to people when it comes to listening to your music and appreciating the product that they're holding? Not just streaming. Um, I want them to feel like, okay, when I'm when they pop that CD player in, you know how it just jumps on. You know when you're in the car and it just pops on. So I want it to be a situation like maybe you haven't listened to it in a couple of weeks and you're going through something, and then you happen to you you know you hop in the car one morning and that, and uh, imaginary dreams pop on, unimaginary dreams pop on. And you think, and then you, and then it starts to soothe you and help you through your morning as you start your day. That's that's what I want. That's what I wanted to. That's what I wanted to be for people. And now you can take that situation and separate it and put it in different, you know, perspectives how you want to in situations. But I want them to be similar to that. I wanted to. I wanted to help people. I want to when I go back and listen to it, it, it gives me chills. It's like, damn, and I was really going through some shit, but look where I am now. You know, I want people to I want people to feel that that energy. And that's the thing about what KRS one talked about with MCs. An MC can make you feel something, not just rap to you. And now everybody sounds the same so much that there is no feeling anymore there is no spirit talk about it the gospel of hip-hop yeah that's interesting oh uh, man that's interesting Woo, i fucking love that book man <laughs> that's an interesting book shout out to krs one because <laughs> I, I have yet to build with him 
and everybody's keeping him from me, and that's very interesting. <laughs> he but, is, uh, he's a very interesting cat, man. Yeah, I mean, he's smart. He's smart. He's very, he's very smart. And very intelligent. I can't wait to really get to spar and build with him. And when I say spar, I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean... No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because no, you know, no. people take stuff out of context. But when, no, I, yeah. when you can sharpen your mind with another man, another learned person's mind, makes you a better person. And what it's all about, yeah. Back, yeah. yeah. back to that question you uh, were saying earlier. Yeah. Steel sharp and steel. Yeah. And when it comes to steel... When it comes to steel, when it comes to steel, one of the most important parts about energy is the learning point of the lesson. And one thing I like was the OG talk at the end of the project. Ooh, my boy Jay Fowl. What up, boy? All right. Are OGs going to come back in the culture, you think? Um... I think they're, I don't, yeah, I don't think, I think, uh, I don't think, I can't see him going anywhere anytime soon. You know, all of my favorites, you know, I don't see him going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, you know, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, I, you know, you got people like Snoop and 50 and them and they keeping, they keeping it going and showing that, Hit, you know, hip hop's 50 and it's, um, you know, the years age ain't nothing but a number literally on this hip hop shit, because at a hundred will be at a hundred years at a hundred years will be even greater because we'll be a 50 more years wiser. The more time that we're, we're put into it. And like I said, these OGs ain't going nowhere because we're starting to see that it's not about age anymore. It's about getting the mission accomplished and, uh, and, and we're starting to understand and respect that you're not even at your greatest until you, you know, you're 35, 40, you know, these are when you're at your best highest, you're at your highest points of discipline in, in your manhood. You know what I mean? So, or, you know, I, I, I would think, you know, I don't know until I live it. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I think. So I, I can't see him going anywhere anytime soon. I, I think the young, I think the young boys, um, I think they, I think it's a race for them. It's a sprint. So they start and they stop, they start and they stop. And every, you know, anybody that's, that really does this thing knows that it's a marathon underground or not. But isn't that the beauty of the OG? The OG is not always not somebody with age, it's experience and energy. Yeah. And and I think we're not having one. Now we're seeing the importance of them and why people are taking more action to guide rather than to just watch from the sidelines, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it has to be done. Uh I think. I think there's a lot of people that were quiet at first and now it's becoming a thing where this underground, this underground movement thing is starting to take the lead for because we're starting to see that all this other stuff ain't working no more. We're starting to see that all this other stuff was corporate, corporate funny business. You know what I'm saying? Like ultimately. So, 
we know what's going to live and what's supposed to keep this stuff going. And now we're talking, we're talking, we're talking ownership because we don't got, you know, we, we don't got to the, we don't seen the rich point now, as far as the overall genre, we've seen the rich point. So now we, we talking about ownership and then, you know, that it has to be an OG thing. It has to be an OG thing. I think, um, Remember how I asked you what's the realest conversation you can have when with yourself or when with others? Yeah. I kind of think it goes hand in hand because look at what people are talking about now. People can't find love. People are looking for their purpose. People are apologizing for the movements of the past. And mm-hmm. people are trying to take back the movements that were lost to regain morality, identity, and self-assurance. There's a certain song on your album that kind of made me go, wow. It's not, it's one where you recounted you talking to your brother. And it was one where your wife actually talks about how you look nice in the headshots and how there's a presence of you there. And part of us losing or gaining comes with that, that gut check of who I am and where I come from. When did you, when did it finally, not saying you were late or anything, when did it finally just click with you that you knew what it is, who you are, and the journey that you had to take to put yourself in a position to win, not just exist? Um, when did I know? Um, shit, a couple of days ago. <laughs> okay, talk because about you know it. why. Cause it's always a start and stop. It's always a shedding of the layers because every time I think I've, every time I think I'm there, it's like, no, uh, you can do a little bit better. And it's depending on, it depends on how you take it on how you, you know, how you preserve and, you know, respect yourself and talk to yourself. But like I said, it's always, I mean, besides the death of my brother and it being a point like, okay, I'm about to just really, you know, that puts a battery in our back to really just want to be the best we can be. But at that, like I said, at those points, though, still, there was still, it was just um, thinking and wanting wanting to move forward, but not actually taking the steps of what I need to be doing. So, like I said, um, um uh, discipline has been the best thing the the greatest thing to me and that's what i when i the i respect myself and love myself the most when i'm disciplined in the things i need to be doing so like i said i just hit i just hit a personal goal i've did some personal things some personal goals i've hit and i feel like i'm just you know i'm back i'm i'm on top of the world right now you know, so like I said, it, it come it comes and goes daily, but I always remember that it's a long journey. I, I never let my setbacks be the I let I, I let my days, my days, my bad days be my bad days. You know what I'm saying? But I don't let those be me. You know, I just let them be bad days. And then, you know, I I, I do the things I need to do to feel better. And then I, I bounce back even harder every time. And then, and then we just keep this, and we keep the journey going. 
That's what I'm talking about. Salute. So I think the final question I'm going to ask you before we have a little bit of fun, because you know how we do this. Mm-hmm. The last question I'm going to ask you is what does this album do for your children as they get older and listen to it? It's laying, it's, I, it leaves those breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. It, um, it, it showed, I, I put them, it's a timestamp. It's something for them to listen to when they're, when they're 10 years old and they go back and hear that when they were three and babies. And you know what I mean? It's going to be like, wow, dad's been, dad's really loves doing this. He, you know, it, 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 it's going to be, it's that energy still going to remain. <laughs> you know, and um, that's what that pro- that's what it means. When my son, when my uh, nephew gets old enough to understand this and respect this, he, I'm, you know, I'm sure he gets to listen to her or whatever, or whatever hears it, you know, sees the videos and stuff like that. Um, but like I said, this one just has a, it has a. Everybody that's listened to it and has pursed and put money into it and invested time into it and and feeling and thought, they've told me that it's an excellent, you know, excellent job, you know, overall. Just and it's nothing typical. It's nothing of the stereotype of, you know, of the usual when it comes to the hip hop. So it makes me feel on top of the world because it's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's hit the ground running then. Let's go. Remember I told you that? Yeah, yeah. I, I told you, you're not a rapper. You're going to be an artist. Yeah, yeah. And look where we at today. Man, we, man, them them first, that first interview, man, I was so, man, I was so green, man. That I, I was just getting into the business side of stuff, and I hadn't even hardly ever even did any interviews in i'm i'm pretty deep catalog now <laughs> so yeah man and you was one of my favorite from the beginning man and i like i said i subscribed and i've stayed and watched your growth man and salute big dog for sure i always want to come back and have a convo with you that's what's up so that you just let everybody know to chip hop is the place you could come to for not only great interviews but we invest in the artists not your playlist because we give a damn about your story not just what hot song that you got. Of course, Absolutely. it always comes down to the music, but if people can't relate to you, then why would they listen to you, yeah. right? Yeah, right. absolutely. So, I mean, as a veteran of this platform, you know we have rapid-fire questions. Before we get there, give everybody your social media and let them know how they can purchase the project, My Brother's Keeper. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, just, I need everybody to go... Uh, my IG is Byron Davis Jr. B Y R O N D A V I S J R. Um, all lower all lowercase. Everybody go add me. I on uh, Instagram, and you what you're gonna do is find the link to be able to order this hard copy. It's all over my social medias. You'll be able to find it, but it's gonna be a link. And what you're going to and what's and you're just going to basically put an order in and I'm going to ship it to you in the mail. It's uh it's 15, but that takes care of shipping. And it's it's 12. It's 12 if we happen to go hand in hand. So y'all get with me. 
And like I said, my social media, all my social medias, Facebook and Instagram is what I'm most active on are all Byron Davis Jr. Oh, well, Snapchat too. whoever wants to whoever's on that. On you. Well, YouTube as well. Y'all get at me on YouTube. The links everywhere. So y'all tap in with me. I'm only doing hard copies for now. Um, I, I'm, I'm standing on some. I'm trying to get a certain little penny up out the streets before I let these people knock all the coins out of me. You know what I'm saying? Knock all the coins out my sonic out my sonic speed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Try to, you know, reduce before they reduce my project to less than pennies. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna put it out there and make it what it's worth first and give it its true value. Facts. That's what it's all about. How's it moving? Moving well? It's moving well. It's moving cool. well. I've uh yeah. Um I'm definitely my my pockets definitely a, a little bit fatter than what I've been what I what I would have would have seen on stream so. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody who knows we do the rapid fire questions at the end of the conversation. The rapid fire questions are not yes no questions. They show the depth of character that you have as a person, as an artist and your knowledge when it comes to the culture of hip hop that you that you're in. So today I only have three questions for you. And um, the first question, what makes you a part of this culture and why do you continue to be a part of it? What makes me a part of this culture and what, and what, what'd you say? What's the second part of it? What makes you a part of this culture and why do you continue to be a part of it? Well, like I said, it's just back to the honesty. I don't know how to I don't know how to make the art without the honesty. And hip and hip hop is originated from honesty, from what was going on, what what people were going through. And I'm always going back to that. So that always will keep me supreme in, in hip hop, always keep me G O D in hip hop. Okay. I'll mess no, with that. I mess with the answer because you earlier said you're not going nowhere and that you're going to become an OG. Absolutely. And, and the funny thing about it is this is not a question. This is a thinking point. Everybody, all our great leaders, they killed before a certain age. So imagine if they got to that full OG age and I'm going to just leave it like that. Yeah. Is hip hop fulfilling to you? Why or why not? What I can what I can contribute to hip hop is fulfilling to me. Mm-hmm. Not what I get, not what I receive from it necessarily, but what I'm able to put into it and what I've seen it do for people, uh yeah, and what it's done for me, yeah. I definitely I definitely feel some fulfillment. Most definitely. Right now we're at a point where people are now seeing what hip-hop is and is not because there's always been a rap versus hip-hop question and now i think those questions are put to rest i just saw the new teenage mutant ninja turtles movie today right and it was amazing to hear can i kick it and Annie up on a cartoon that came out in the 80s being redone you see what i'm saying or, or think about this. I don't know if you saw the Transformers movie where Hypnotize is in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, we, we've seen hip-hop grow from the street corner to the television and worldwide stage 
and it's only 50 years old and now people are starting to gut check the 50 year old entity to see if it's going in the right place anything you want to think or say about that <laughs> man uh shit. all i know is like i said earlier no matter what they try to do our mindset is changing regardless we we we're starting to figure out what we need to stand on it's starting to not be as much about the coin and more about like i said ownership and people wanting to to have control of what they have going on back to back to my project again and the way i'm releasing it it's about control it's about being stubborn it's about taking my time it's about making sure it keeps its value and we're and as artists we're starting to we're starting to and i'm not even saying get back to that because we was never there at that point <laughs> we've always been getting robbed <laughs> you know like i said they've always found ways to make us less of value you know um and they try to um and they try to justify it with the lyrics and things that we talk about within the music and it's and not it's true and it horrible that's horrible and it's not true because we know we know it's all about marketing the world is about you know the united states is about marketing there's no, nothing moves without the market the marketing and the advertisement and what they put out into the world to be seen by these kids and the younger people and the people that are keeping the shit moving in other countries they censor things for their to save their children and in this country we they, they have a lack of sense of censoring to be able to sell to the children and that's the major sin i see in our society today yeah it's 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 crazy man it's it's crazy but uh it's it feel but i tell you what at the end of the day it's always going to feel good to be on the right side of the of fighting a good fight on the right side you know what i'm saying i agree so ladies and gentlemen this is Kareva heritage hip-hop where this is my guy right here <laughs> i'm gonna tell you how the truth from the first time we interviewed me and him again, stay in contact and every every project that growth has been official and we had those real men talks yeah, so yeah. so to be honest with y'all this uh this is a pleasure to bring this to you make sure before we get out of here you subscribe to heritage hip hop on youtube subscribe to heritagehiphop.com follow heritage hip hop on all social media and this will be available on all streaming platforms so no matter where you stream or play your music heritage hip hop is there and be sure you get in contact with him on the social media to buy the new album, My Brother's Keeper. We've come to the final question of the interview. And um, I'd like to thank you once again for coming on our platform. And this is the question. What will hip hop be to you in your honest opinion in the next 50 years? Oh, man. What it'll be to me in 50 more? It'll be, <laughs> it'll literally probably be the thing that is keeping me alive. <laughs> For real. Uh, by that time, my kids will be over me. That responsibility will be gone. That purpose, that feeling of, that feeling of fulfillment. Uh, 
man, pro, man, I'm telling you, in 50 years, being able to knowing that I'm still able to go and listen to my favorite Tupac song in 50 years sounds amazing. <laughs> it sounds amazing right now. Knowing I'll be able to go back and listen to myself in 50 years feels amazing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. It's everybody's goal to live forever in some type yeah. of Yeah, yeah. In some way. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's, man, forget music, man. What about the world in the next 20 years? We might not even... <laughs> We don't know what we got headed in the next 20 years, man. It's going to be wild, man. It's going to be interesting. Hopefully, the world's not crazy. Hopefully, the world's not so crazy to where I can still be able to go into my room, shut the door, and listen to my music in peace. Well, I, pray God, I pray to God. I hope that there's still at least that much peace to where I can do that. I hope I don't have to be doing the movie stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to be doing the movie stuff. <laughs> we don't know where we headed. I, I get it. Because the thing is, the older something gets, the weaker it gets. And, Very and that scares me because if hip hop is only 50 years old. That's, well, not an old. that's not an old person. Well, see, but that's what I was thinking. That's what I was saying earlier, though. I was saying... Hip hop is a is a weird case of that saying uh uh age ain't nothing but a number because right now we've went through so many phases and like I said I feel like it's almost inevitable that it hip hop will be anything it, it will go backwards it's possible and you can't and you can't evolve negative you can't evolve negatively we're, we're that's what we're literally starting to see you can't evolve negatively that's what we're literally starting to see right now that's interesting right <laughs> you know what i mean so uh i think like i said hopefully you know things start to really take this charge and we really start rebuilding this thing like it should be you know building this thing like it should be built and taking the control and the ownership once again and then that that'll keep us that'll keep us being able to keep the good word on the on a mainstream level and we can still have this other stuff where it's supposed to be but let's keep let's put this where it's supposed to be this is all over the radio you know what i'm saying this is all over the tiktoks Oh, you know, all the good words and, and we keep all this stuff in, we keep all this lower vibrational stuff in, in the clubs, you know, where, you know, or wherever, where, wherever, you know, but eventually let's find this, this really get to this balance, the real balance, not the illusionized balance, the real balance. Mm. I see. I feel like that's inevitable if, you know. And back to what we said. Balance is perfection. Yeah. So yeah. let's keep hip hop perfect by keeping it balanced and giving it to the children as OGs, not as anything to handle and misuse and mishandle any type of way. So any final words? Or you you good? Well, no. I was gonna say I seen this thing the other day, man, and uh, it was this dude said. He said, 
if you feed a if you feed a kid sugar from the beginning of his life and candy and shit, it's not it's not ever going to want anything good. So we just got to make sure that <laughs> we get this goods, we get these salads to these kids, and we make the can and we make the candy, you know, the privilege. But the the main thing is to give these kids these salads. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, let's not let's not over let's not overdo them with the bullshit. You know what I mean? That's that's all I want to leave it at. Look, I ain't saying let's take it away because, like I said, we need to balance, and people need to be able to tell their stories however they want. I don't have time to really get into that. You know what I mean? But we but let's be responsible. You know what I mean? Like we we see where this thing is headed. We see what they're trying to do to us. You know what I'm saying? They see, we see what they trying to put us out there. Like man, let's come on, man. Let's let's make it happen. I'm just trying to play my part. I'll be taking care of my family and trying to set a good example. In the meantime, <laughs> so everybody take your take take your life serious and play your part. Because at the end of the day. You are influencing others that watch you, not just the people that's next to you. Absolutely. With that being said, this is Karev and Heritage Hip Hop. Go this way with my man right here, Byron Davis Jr. Rest in peace, Lil Murder. Shout out to my man. Absolutely. And love, one love to the families. So with that being said, peace. You know what the rest is. We out. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast. We introduce you to your future favorite artists today, and today's conversation was not an exception. There are great artists being born in hip hop all the time that break the stereotype of what mainstream music tells us hip hop is. And we thank you for sitting with us and exploring these stories, and we hope that you explore their music as well. My brother's keeper is out right now. Check out Byron Davis Jr. on his social media. We are Heritage Hip Hop. We are more than music. You can follow us at heritagehiphop.com. You can follow us on all social media platforms and wherever you stream your podcasting delights. Thank you for your time. Please be sure to come back as we have new interviews coming, great content being made, and we celebrate this 50th year of hip-hop and go beyond. We stand on the shoulders of greatness and we're pushing the evolution of the culture forward by celebrating it with the people who love it just like we do. So with that being said, this is Karebba Heritage Hip-Hop saying if you'd like to contribute and see this platform grow, we have a cash app, dollar sign Heritage Hip-Hop, and we will build bigger and better. So... Please go to YouTube and look at the visuals of this interview and more and know that we are very serious about this craft and we're serious about representing you, the hip-hop culture. With that being said, this is Karev Heritage Hip-Hop saying peace and I'm out.